Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and this is going to be a slightly different podcast. I've been getting some requests for session podcasts, like just so people can sort of see how the games uh, tend to run. There's nothing particularly special about this given session. I just decided to record this day, and uh, and again, I'm it's, it, these are very casual sort of. This is just how we you know interact with each other during a game. So there's plenty of jokes going back and forth. And we don't take it all that seriously. So, uh, so just so you know that this is not something where I recorded it with the intent of of uh, of it being performative. So, uh, so it's just you know this is just like sort of a glimpse into a session. It's just we start the recording and then we end it. Now, just so you know the sort of setup because it's going to begin into the recording. Um, this is the fourth session of the Sons of Lady Eighty Seven. And the characters have been trying to m- make it big inside of the 87 Killers organization. They've, uh, they, they, they've, they've met with Lady 87 as a leader, and they were sent on a mission to intercept Celestial Plume that was being shipped to a city nearby called Tungon. They attacked the caravan. They found out that the caravan had been sent by this temple, the Jade Mercies, and they, uh, they went to go find the source of the, of the Celestial Plume, and they had this encounter with a group of uh, Temple of Jade Mercy disciples. And in, in during over the course of the encounter, they fought a woman named Abbas Baoyu, who nearly killed one of the party members, but they, in the end, were able to turn the tide in their favor, and they captured her and brought her back to the uh, Mai Chun where they're based. And they imprisoned her there. They, they spoke with Lady 87 again. And this session is picking up just when they're going back to River Village, which was their original destination when they had the encounter. And they're trying to find the source of the Celestial Plume and sort of just poking around and investigating. And so, yeah, so I hope I hope you enjoy it. Again, this is just a regular session. This is not anything, you know, you know, not anything sort of over the top or anything like that. Um, but I think it gives you a good example of sort of what play can be like. So, all right, and... Give feedback, thoughts. Um, you know, I'm not gonna really edit this that much. There might be a few parts if there's like a um, if there's a section that drags for a really long time or silence, I might just edit that out. But that's about it. I want to keep it, you know, as it was. So, okay, enjoy. So, so the patrolling inspector, you know, walks up to you. Now, do, do either of you guys have like places or institutions skills? Uh, um, I, I think that I've got, I think that I've got places um, for this part of the empire. I can't remember what it's actually What's called. What's your rank? Two. All right, so you would know that this is Iron Wan. And One, he's... you're drunk. Yeah, but in this case, it's. Uh, I'm just looking. I'm for just saying what the actual stat normally is before yeah. I'm afflicted by like. I'll if he had to himself. roll, I would still make him roll a 1d10, but I'm just getting the yeah. rank for the knowledge level. Um, but this guy's name is Iron Wan, and uh, and he's definitely not on uh, Lady 87's payroll. Um, Does he know that I work for Lady 87? 
um he might have an idea you know it's you, you know you're, you're pretty you're you're sort of related to the family so it's but you're also a little bit outside of her district so you know you're not you're not exactly sure i i could walk up and 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 greet him um uh, i i walk up and sort of do do a, a polite greeting and say good day sir he says passports please and you guys would have passports these would be okay. slips yeah. of bamboo that just have like a description of you your name where you're from and all that stuff yeah i'll, I'll pull it yeah. out pull, uh, yes of course, of course. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll pull mine out and i'll go i looked really bad when i had it taken <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and he uh he he takes the slips and he uh and he goes he hands them to one of his men and they start recording things in a book and he says uh he says what are you doing this far from my chun well we're, we're just going out uh, off to uh, look at the map oh we heard that there was um some special uh rice from from the uh, the fey beast rice shop and uh it's getting uh close to the birthday of uh of my friend there, uh, and uh, we were looking to celebrate with some special food. I want to try grilled fish from River Village. He uh, he sort of looks <laughs> you guys up and down, um, and he takes back the slips from the guys, and uh, and he says thank you, and he and he just goes on. I kind of nod. <laughs> <laughs> We received back our passports. Yeah, he's not just yeah. No, he on. hands them to you. He hands yeah. them to you. We'll, we'll take him back. And, but and your your like, movement has been tracked, so that's you know of note to you. Um, and uh, and so, but you, you but you can continue on to River Village from there. Okay. Yeah, continue on. <laughs> <laughs> just like, like imagine him like when I'm talking about the rice, and she's like, "What the fuck are these people talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> I want grilled fish. <laughs> It was there anything that came to mind? And it's like, well, yeah. I mean, it was, you know, it's not going to, you didn't set off any alarm bells, so I guess that's the thing that matters. Um, and the Fabies rice shop is quite famous. I why, are you go, why are you going to River Village, Celestial Plume? Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, Alright, so you guys make it now. River Village is a lot less impressive than you thought. Um, it's a very small raggedy sort of a place and uh you know there are a number of shops here and it's you know it's walled it's got like a little wall but it's you know pretty pretty boring you know compared to to to, to my chun so do we actually want to um so we have a we have a name of a person in the river village um do you remember that name ken chow uh, yep, that was the contact person at the Fay Beast Rice Shop. So, do we want to? Um... Go above board and talk with them, or do we want to? Uh... Observe and like listen in on things. I say observe and observe and listen in to begin with, and then How... go from like... there. How how far into the village is it? Like, is it like on the outskirts, close to where we're approaching the village, or is it further into it, or is it on the other side of the village from it's where we the, enter? It's in the village. It's like in the. It's like where all the shops are in the village. 
Okay. Um, I'll kind of like go, don't worry, I've got this, and I'll, I'll walk in alone. Into the Fae Beast rice shop? Yeah. Okay. Alright, so you go in, and it's a rice shop. So there's, you know, there's a I'll walk in, and I've got a, I've got my wine in my hand, and I take the long glug. I go, hey, you! And I point at a guy. He looks over at you, and he's just sort of, you know, dressed in like, sort of like a, you know, simple blue outfit. He doesn't seem to be anybody special. Do you know where the best grilled fish is here? Probably the Plum Tree Inn. Brilliant. Thank you very much. And I'll walk back out. And then I'll just say to the guys, okay, we need to go to the Plum Tree Inn. I'm just a little, what? Why? I got some information from him. You were what? in there for like two seconds. What information have you possibly got? It's good information. What's the information? Plum Tree Inn. I'll just look at Nalfari and go, like, what What does that mean? Like, He's, He said we should go to the Plum Tree Inn. For, for, for what? What's there? Grilled fish. The best. And what does that have to do with our mission? I don't know, but I'm hungry. Can't we get a bite to eat? I'll just shake my head again. Go by yourself. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll scout around. Suit yourself. Do you want to come with me, Dalfang? Uh, no, 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 thank you. Suit yourself. <laughs> oh, I'll walk to the plum tree inn. All right, so you walk to the plum tree inn, and you see that there's a, uh, you know, a man at a table in the corner and a couple at one of the tables. And the man at the table looks like he's really drunk or something, and his hair is sort of covering his face. And there's a, a plump woman uh, serving everybody. And she walks over and says, can I get you a table or a room? Um, I want some grilled fish, please, the best that you've got. And that guy over there, and I point at the really drunk guy, and I go, do you know anything about him? She, uh, she sort of takes you aside and uh, into an area of the, of the plum tree and where, where she doesn't, doesn't seem that you'd be heard. And she says, uh, that's Hellburning Sword. Right. I was just thinking, you know, as he and I are fellow pursuers of certain states of inebriation, I might be able to get some good conversation out of him. Is he a friendly sort of fellow? This hell-burning hell sword guy? She says, I would be careful around him if I were you. Thank you very much. Please, uh, some grilled fish. How much is that? going to be 12 spades do you want some wine we have phoenix spirit wine phoenix spirit wine my favorite how much is that 14 spades a cup excellent and i pull out 40 spades and i go please a cup of that and some grilled fish she says thank you sir and she immediately goes getting your getting your food ready i'll uh i'll i'll wait for my uh cup of wine to kind of uh be served to me Mm -hmm. And then I'll pick it up, and I'll walk over to the drunken man's table, and I'll go, Friend, I have not met you, but as 
a certain person who believes that wine should be appreciated at any time of day, may I be allowed to take a seat with you? He motions for you to sit down. Um, I, I do so, and I bow. Now, Kenny, uh, what, are you, what are you doing? You said you wanted to go snoop around somewhere? Um, I, so is there, how open is the rice shop? Oh, I mean, it's just a regular rice shop. It's not like, you know, hidden or anything. You know, I mean, it's like, you know, they, they actually serve food there. They also sell rice. Ah, if they serve food there, I might, um, go in and ask for some Do they rice. Do like sticky rice with, uh, wind-dried meats? I fancy some of that. <laughs> you go in and ask for that? I, I, I go in. We should go in and ask where the best grilled fish is at. <laughs> yeah, and, and see what food they have. I yeah, mean. um... So there's a there's a man in there dressed in blue and he he walks over and he says, "Can I get you a table, sirs?" Yes, can we have a table for two, please, for food? Yeah, he he brings you over. He says, "What can I get for you?" Is there a menu? Let's look around. He said he just points to his head and he says, "It's all in here, sir." And I take requests. I don't know. Then say, "Well, uh, I have a craving for oh salted fish and uh, uh, sticky rice." I just, I just want to say, oh, just this guy. When I asked him where the best grilled fish was, he didn't say his own place. I think that's very. Tough. I'm asking for salted fish. Yeah. It's completely different. Like, <laughs> he says that he can do anything by request, and he didn't recommend I get the grilled fish from there. That salesman, or he's just not confident in his own work. So he says that's going to be thirty spades. Is that okay? That's fine. Yeah. And uh, can we get some? Cheap tea as well, please. Of course, that'll be thirty-five spades. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll hand over the money. And he, you know, he, he begins going about, and uh, uh, you notice he le- he leaves through the front door at one point. Uh, does, he come back, does he come back like bringing anything, or um, he's gone for a little while? That's unusual. Um, is there any conversation going on around us? Uh, you guys are the only people inside the shop. Now, Elliot, you don't yeah. have to do anything at this point, but your character sees this man goes to your to where you are, and he gets some fish, buys some fish, and then he comes <laughs> back. Mm. And so you guys have to wait. I, I, I call out for him. You see, I gave you a craving, didn't I? <laughs> he, he nods and bows and nods and bows and walks out, and uh, and he comes back and he and he, uh, you know, he he, you know, brings you guys a, uh, you know, sticky rice and and the salted fish and and you know, uh, servings of tea. And he says, "There is there anything else I can get for you?" Well, if you don't, if you're not too busy, uh, the. Uh, would you mind having a chat with us? Uh, we're new in the area. We're actually from uh, Daoshu. Um, and uh, I, me and my brother and I just realized that we've never actually been to River Village. So we figured we'd uh, come here for a day trip, really, or uh, just to see what it's <laughs> like around here. Well, there's not much here. It's just a simple village. I'm happy to tell you what I know. 
Well, um, my brother here, I'll just nod over to him, is a, is a fan of uh, natural sights and uh, flowers and all of that stuff. I don't understand it myself, but, uh, you know, uh, a- a- any particular places that with a nice view that you could recommend? Well, um, I suppose... I suppose there's Boulder Hill, but that's that's a little bit of a ways. That's about a day from here. And it's quite dangerous. I wouldn't recommend it. Why, why, why is it dangerous? Well, the, the Temple of Ageless Wisdom resides there. Do you know what that is? <laughs> do you know what that is? Do you have any... I have a criminal sex? underworld. <laughs> um, you don't have sex, though, right? No, I don't have can you sex. Do, can you do Criminal of un- Underworld at minus 1d10? Mm-hmm. Uh, I may as well just do uh, Institutions at <laughs> 0d10 then. Because <laughs> it's the same. Because oh. I've only got 1d10 Criminal Underworld. <laughs> uh, I got a 5 at the lowest. All right, not a clue. You have no clue about this one. Um. Uh. He says, but I wouldn't recommend going there myself. Is, is the temple uh, dangerous? Well, they have a reputation. Surely temples are just full of monks and, uh, and Not nuns this temple, and abbots. No, no they, 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 are, they sell information, but at a very high price. In- information? Yes, information. Hi. Well, like a library? No, no. I, much more dangerous than that. I've heard all kinds of things, and I I would never be tempted to go there myself. Huh. Oh, thanks. odd. And I'll just say, oh, uh, th- thanks for the warning, brother. And uh, I'll sort of pause, waiting for him to announce his name type of thing. Oh, you... Uh, you want you want to know my name, sir? Yes, yes. How how do I address you? Uh, you can just call me Mister Lin. I'll about I'll sort of class my class give him like a, a martial arts salute and say uh, thank you for the information, Mister Lin. Uh, we'll be sure to avoid the uh, Temple of uh, Aegis Wisdom. It's like, is there anything else around here that's uh, dangerous and things that we should avoid? Nice segue. Um. He he sort of looks at you. Uh, what is your wits, Kenny? Uh, six. Steve, does Dalfang say nice segue? No. He says he says no. There is nothing else. Just the Temple of Ageless Wisdom. I'll nod and say. Um. Yeah, one can never be too careful uh, when traveling. It's always good to have someone local. Uh, warn you about these things i'll just shake my head yeah i've heard some pretty bad stories for, for, for people that have sort of traveled out it's getting dangerous these days well there are bandits everywhere now he says but if you'll excuse me i have matters to tend to and he uh and he you know walks away and goes into another room um, yes, growing rice is a very attentive business. <laughs> uh, Elliot, you're sitting at the table with the the guy. Um, yeah. What do you What do you say to him? Um, 
Well, I'd wait for my food to come out, and I'd look at it greedily, and um, then offer if uh, my drunken companion would like to share this food with me, whilst uh, I introduce myself as being called... My, my name is um, Boorish Drunken Sword. Um, I often travel around drinking and, you know, just enjoying myself, but people tend to be flippant around me, and it tends to drive things slightly sour, so I've gotten this name, Boorish. I... I heard from somebody in passing that your name also contains the, the word sword. So I assume you're a swordsman. Is is that correct? He says, sometimes I am. They call me Hellburning Sword. <sighs> what a powerful sounding name. Sounds a lot better than Boorish Drunken Sword. <laughs> it is from the old days. It is not as suitable anymore. Oh, is it now Cold Heavenly Sword? <laughs> no, I've not changed my name. Uh, what do you? What did you want to talk about? I just wanted to talk to a fellow drunk companion. I you seem as if you don't drink. No. But and you're looking at him, and that looks like to be a lie to you. Like he looks pretty rocked out of his skull. I mean. You don't normally drink, but you've made an exception this time. He says, no, I detest alcohol. Do you make a habit of lying? Are you calling me a liar? No, I'm just saying you look drunk. Well, I'm not drunk. Well, are you ill? No. Is there anything you want, or are you just... You ought to, to watch out. Time. A man with your countenance could have a terrible, crippling disease which could kill you anytime soon. He says, I do not have a disease. Apart from liver disease. <laughs> Come on, have a drink with me, friend. He just sort of stares at you. He doesn't really react when you offer the drink. <laughs> I go, oh, of course, I've, I've drunk from this. And like, I call over to the uh, barmaid and I'll go, please, another what this guy drinks. She, she just looks at him and he, and he looks at her and shakes his head. I kind of, I, I, start, I start like acting a bit petulant now. And I'm like, why won't you drink with me? You're obviously a fellow of a drunken ways. He says, I don't drink alcohol, I've already told you. Then, tell me what you do to get to your state. Is there something better than alcohol? He says, no, just something much worse. Oh, what's that? He says, you don't want to know, my friend. No, please, tell me, tell me. I love alcohol. I, I'd like to beat whatever it is up with alcohol if you don't like it so much, friend. He says, if I, if I introduce you to this, you will be far worse off than you are presently. Why did you lose your name, Burning Sword? Is it because you're actually so wet? 
He says, very well, I'll show you. He says, come this way. I'll follow him. He, uh, he takes you into, you know, his, his room and, uh, and he slides over a brazier and he pours mm -hmm. some oil into it and he, and he begins lighting it. I, I reach for where he poured the oil from and I start drinking it. You drink it? Yeah. Oh, no. All right. Let me see if he, uh, what's your, make a speed roll and he's going to make a speed roll. Sure. Uh, I got a nine. Um, I'm not using my sword, so I'm not in sword stance or anything. All right, he got a ten, so he actually okay. stops you, or he, you know, he grabs your hand and he says, "You do not want to drink it. You want to inhale it." What? I can't even drink this stuff. That's not how it works. You inhale it. Why don't I inhale something? That's bloody dumb. Okay, he... He's looking very angry right now, and he says, um... You were the one who pestered me about this. I thought you were going to tell me about some kind of awesome wine which would get me as fucked up as you are. But you obviously lied to me, sir, and I'll kick over the brazier. All right, you, you kick over the brazier and all the oil spills out. And, uh, can you make speed roll again for me? Yes. Is he drawing his sword? He is doing something. For sure. If I see him going for his sword, then I'll go for mine as well. Um, wow, I got a five of the highest on that speed. Alright, now he goes before you, but here's the thing. The move he does is very reckless. He just leaps directly at you at full speed and draws two butterfly swords. And he seems to be sort of trying to land into a good position, but he's totally exposed, so you get a free attack against him. Oh, shit, really? Yep. Um, free attack gonna... or free technique? Either. You can use a kung fu technique for this if you want to. My, my kung fu techniques rely around swords. Um, has, he, has he drawn the swords when I can make this? Yeah, he's got, the, he's got the two butterfly swords out. Okay. Um, the, the kind of, like, jug that he used to pour this oil, um, like, how big is it? Uh, it's about that size, and it's made out of bronze. <laughs> made out of bronze. So I can blasting blade it. No, but, I mean, if you want to blasting blade something, there's a floor, there's... You're only going to agitate him further, of course, but... Well, I was, I was, I was hoping to kind of destroy the pot with all the oil and stuff. I mean, but, you can uh, try it, but it's going to be harder because it's bronze. That's the problem. I, I, I would like to do that. Like, in, in, in my kind of, like, thought, even if I don't actually manage to execute the Blasting Blade technique, if I can just destroy that pot, that would be in line with what I want to do. Okay, make an attack roll. Okay. So that's 2d10 plus my muscle. Where is my muscle? I got to. So that's 40 10. Uh, wow, I got a five of the highest. All right, so you do not succeed. Uh, you don't even okay. you don't even you know harm the the, the, the bronze. Uh, and he gets into position and very quickly strikes at you. Um... What is your parry? 
Uh, my parry is seven. I will have assumed my sword stance when I tried to do the biting the blasting blade, by the way. Okay. All right. He got a nine on his attack roll. Okay. Um, I'll try to counter with Dip of the Drunken Snake. Okay. Let me just bring up the entry for that again. Should be right there. Okay. So it's athletics against the attack roll, which I think is 3d10. Yeah. Um, I got a nat 10. Oh, all right. So you do counter it. Um, yeah. And um, so, or does that one let you attack? Or, or wait, uh, is yeah. that one that uh, you have to be... Uh, drunk. You have to be drunk, but does chi rank matter on that one? Uh, yes. It doesn't work against characters with chi levels higher than me. All right. So then this one does not work. Uh, okay. Um, you realize immediately this guy is way better than you, and uh, sure. and he's seen he's seen dip of the drunken snake before, and uh, <gasps> is a, is you know so as you sort of sort of dip back to avoid the maneuver, he just leans in more, and uh, and it, and it, and he and he hits you pretty hard with these butterfly swords. Um, oh. What was that? I went. Oh. oh okay. <laughs> My hardness is six because I'm drunk. All right, so here's the thing. He pretty much stabs you, like, right by the heart. And oh! What's your hardiness again? Six. All right. You take, uh... So, how many wounds do you have total? Let's start there. That's a better Three one. Three wounds. All right. So he drops you down to zero. He just oh. drops you. But he's clearly letting you live. He's clearly not trying to kill you in the moment. And, uh, and he knocks you to the ground. As I fall to the ground, I whimper, "Mummy!" And you know, just from that attack, that that it could have been a ten times worse than it was. <laughs> um, and he points at you, and he says, "He says you will replace my celestial plume." How can I replace it? What is celestial plume? He says, "Be seated." I can like get up, nursing my wound. Ah! This really hurts. He gathers what what remnants he can of the celestial plume that you uh you uh. I assume I might have knocked over the like jug or whatever that had. <laughs> yeah, you well you've, you he you he pretty much got rid of like ninety percent of his celestial plume supply, um, which is <laughs> that an was awful my lot of money, um, but he's got enough to burn some, and yeah. uh, <laughs> and so he does. Um, What's the rules for addiction? <laughs> uh, well, there's rules for celestial plume. Okay. Um, all right. So he begins burning it, and this really fragrant odor fills the room. And he says, "Lean into it and inhale, and you will see what celestial plume is." Um, so my character already knows what celestial plume is, and he knows about what it does. So. <laughs> Um, assuming that I've taken like a fair bit of damage and stuff, um, if I if I possibly can, I'd like to like lean up to the celestial plume and then like cough really hard into it. And if my character can, he'd like to vomit a bit. <laughs> okay, all right. So, uh, like onto the celestial plume. Onto the celestial plume. So why don't you make an endurance roll to see if you can pull that off? Okay. I, I mean, I'd assume I'm struggling like, to come up with the right skill for stomach, like really tightly, for tightly making, clenching it, and like. 
Oh, you can probably spray blood on it as as is tradition when you, when moving with a sword. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, like... you you have probably reached that point. Um... Yeah, I've got endurance zero, so you know. Only having no endurance is easier wow. to spit blood when you're wounded. I got, I got a five of the lowest. All right. All right. So you start hacking, and speckles of blood probably do shoot out of your mouth and, you know, yeah. uh, get everywhere. But not but, that big. But, but you don't throw up anything. And uh, and, and he just immediately grabs. You can resist this, but you're in a very weakened state, so I'm assuming that you're going. I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to go flopping. So he, he grabs you by the throat and he slams you against the wall. And he says. He says, you're useless. Get me Celestial Plume. If you don't How can I get it? Hour, I'm sorry for offending you. you. He says, if you do not bring it here in an hour, I will kill you. Where can I get it from? He says, go to the Fey Beast wine shop. What, what do I, who, who do I need to ask for? What do I need to do? He says, tell them you need to speak to a Celestial Plume master. Okay, from Burning Household. I've got it. Okay, like, get up. And as you leave, he says, and if you think of running, you know, know that killing is my occupation. Uh, <laughs> I kind of walk away. <laughs> I walk out of his room with like a gash, a sad mark near yeah, my heart. You are, you are, you are bleeding. You're, I mean, you're stabilized. You're not dying, but yeah. you are, you are in rock, like one, one punch to the head and it's over. Um, as I, as I walk out, like I'll, I'll say it's a bit like Batwoman. No, I think I got food poisoning from your food. <laughs> she looks, she's, I told you to be careful around that man. Ah, he's just a big softy. She walks up to you and she says, "No, he's not a big softy. Don't be under such such ideas at all." <laughs> she says, "That oh, man I'll... is filled with rage all the time." Ah, I think he's just filled with oil. She she just sort of looks you up and down. She says, "I would be cautious around him. You clearly did not follow my advice." I look at my hand and all the blood, and I go, "Ah, I obviously didn't." <laughs> <laughs> and she, she just sort of goes back to tending to the tables. Yeah, I'll, I'll walk out and go to the rice shop. All right, and you guys are sort of waiting for that guy to come well, back, and he hasn't. And uh, um, uh, can I sort of uh, walk up to the to the curtain and and peek behind it, or? Yeah, w- when you do, you you definitely smell a very strong aroma from behind the curtain. So, with my knowledge of poisons, which has three pips, would I know that that is definitely not something I want to inhale? Yeah, yeah, you would definitely know that. You could probably gather at Celestial Plume, because you've you've smelled Celestial Plume before. I'll, I'll, I'll look over at Naofang and uh, make, it, make a hand symbol to sort of symbolize Celestial Plume. <laughs> 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 I'll mouth it at him. Also. Yeah, you know the other, you know the owner isn't in the shop at the moment. I guess I, I just walk back to the table and sort of whisper to Daphne, he's doing celestial, celestial plume in the back there. 
Huh. Well, maybe we should find out where we can where he got it. That might that might help us uh, find the celestial pin masters because if he's not getting it from them, he'd probably be getting it from someone who gets it from them. Um, I I will just uh and say well before we uh get into any contact with celestial plume, I would. So want to see if I can find a way to neutralize the effects. Yeah, but if, if if we know where we if we know where they are, we can uh, we can perhaps uh, find more people uh, find pe- uh, people that would know about it. They probably have they probably have some kind of way to neutralize it there in case uh, they accidentally ingested it. Would they not? It's that the. It's like I never take a poison with me. <laughs> well, well, if we're assuming that this is like a front for selling Celestial Plume, then it's like the dealers are dabbling themselves as well, basically. It seems like they're pretty fucked either way. Yes, but imagine, yeah, but imagine the Celestial Plume Masters would be smarter about it. I mean, they wouldn't be called Masters for nothing, would they? Oh, you can... Be the owner of it and be the master doesn't mean you're necessarily not partaking. Yeah, but if they were if they were partaking, they'd want some way to neutralize it if needs be, would they not? not I sure. mean, you're like, assuming that there is a way to oh, neutralize it. It may just be that that's not possible. Yeah, yeah. And Elliot's ragged, bloody form appears at the doorway as you guys are having this conversation. Hey guys, or I should say, Boris drunken swords. Yeah. yeah. You need an actual name for your character. That's the name on your passport. Like, you, you need to think of one. Drunken Boris Sword was not your birth name that you registered <laughs> your password. He rejected it many years ago. He was what just known as Drunken you? Sword. Boris is the epic, but Boris. <laughs> I, I look at that, but Boris Drunken Sword just like, what, what the hell happened to you? We didn't leave you for what? <laughs> I'll investigate the wound then. Like, can I do a medicine check on that? Oh yeah, make a medicine roll. Can I also see what what caused the wound? Like, I'm just... <laughs> while, while treating it, can I also see what what caused the wound? It was definitely a sword. I say, I think it was a fishbone. I ate. <laughs> I got a seven, so that's right. nothing. So, but you at I least you mean... can tell it's a butterfly sword from that roll. It was yeah. definitely a butterfly, and it was definitely a very skilled individual that did it. I'm going to, like, we leave you alone for half an hour to get some freaking roast fish. Grilled fish. Grilled fish, roast fish, same thing. And you managed to get into an altercation with a a skilled sword user. What happened? Well, I went to eat some fish, and I swallowed a fish bone. And it cut me. And by that, I really mean I pissed off a guy who tried to give me Celestial Plume and I wasted, like, almost all of his stuff and he stabbed me and told me I've got one hour to replace it. Well, the, the guy in there has got Celestial Plume. Well, is the Fabies rice shop different from the Fabies wine shop? No, no, the, uh, it's just the Fabies rice shop. Oh, it's yeah. also called the Fabies wine shop. 
Um, it shouldn't be. Uh, if, if I because oh, no. oh, you, you, you said that the um, that um, hell burning sword said to go to the Fey Beast wine. Oh, shop. that was just me misspeaking. I apologize. Okay, oh, okay. Gotcha. It's gotcha. because I put the thought of wine in his brain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, and they 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 will sell you uh, celestial plume here. Yes. He said that I needed to talk to the Celestial Plume Masters, man. I should just say that. Oh, we've I'm... already found them, then. We're better uh... than I thought we were. <laughs> I shake my head, and I call out, uh... Is it Brother Lin? A man sort of, you know, slowly emerges from behind the curtain, and, uh... He comes over, and you can smell a really big aroma of this stuff. And, uh... He says, yes, can I do anything for you? I'll say... Um, I really annoyed a man called uh, Burning Hellsword, and he told me to talk to the Celestial Plume Masters here so I could replace he, his he, his, uh, his his destroyed stock. He sort of walks over. You should never annoy that man. Um, <laughs> oh, he's just a kitty cat. <laughs> I say it was rubbing the way. You let him rub a gaping <laughs> Just smearing blood all over your clothes, basically. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I would advise I you have no dealings with him. him. Um, and what did he say to you? He said that I should speak to the Celestial Plume Masters. Whomever they are. Given the severity of this situation. Um, one moment. And he goes to the curtain and he, you know, he says... As, you know, as he, like, goes through, I just turn around to the guys and I go, like, eh, got us in, you know. Uh, <laughs> Don't say it out loud, I just wink. <laughs> and, a, and a very tall man exits from behind the curtain. And uh, and the other man sort of steps aside and, and walks behind him. And uh, he walks towards you. And he oh, says... So, I, quick question. Was... So, for the Lin guy, um, was there any sign that, now that we know that he's... He, takes celestial plume was there any sort of physical sign that he uh can you make a medicine roll yeah uh i got a seven and a one so seven you, at the highest yeah you don't think so you think that uh he looked perfectly fine now this guy this guy looks like he's affected by celestial plume but he still looks somewhat dashing and handsome and impressive and uh he says i am master chion you wanted to buy some celestial plume uh, I'd love to say my friend here uh, managed to uh, get on the bad side of a uh, hell-burning sword. And we must uh, purchase some Celestial Plume as an apology. How much do you need? A jug. I'll pull out and say... Um, 965 spades and say, this is all the money that I have. How much Celestial Plume can I buy? He says this Please, is not uh, enough. What? How expensive is it? Two thousand spades. For how much? A pound. And that's a very reasonable rate. I listen. I'm just I a two thousand spades. Parts, but you know, what if I was to tell you that I know somebody who'd want to buy more celestial plume, and could you give us some as like a retainer? I, I, I just take out two silver tails. Okay, he takes the silver tails, and he goes in the back, and he brings out a pound of celestial plume. 
and he says, "Who is this person?" Um, it's my it's it's my granny. She really Your loves celestial fruit. Yeah, she really loves it. He says, "I already am. We already have our channels in place." Oh, do you? I mean, she is a complete fiend. She'd buy loads of it. She's stonking rich. He looks at the two of you. He says, "Is this man serious?" I I can never qu quite tell, honestly. I'll I'll just say he definitely has a very influential uh, grandma-in-law who can definitely afford a lot of celestial plume. He says, "Very well, come in the back," and he, uh, you know, he he takes you. He goes in the back. I don't know if you guys want to follow him or not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he he sort of lays down on like a giant kang, you know, like a, like a kang stove that's like half of the room, and uh, and he's got yeah. celestial plume burning there, and uh, and he says, "So who is this uh this this granny?" Lady eighty seven. He says, um, Lady 87, and you say that, um, Hellburning Sword did this to you. Yes, but I really annoyed him. Did he know that you were related to Lady 87? No. He says, I would advise keeping that secret from him. Um. I just nod my head. <laughs> well... The problem is we already have established a relationship with another organization in this area that's very interested in uh, in distributing Celestial Plume here, so we'll be selling it to them. Um, um, can't you sell it to both parties? It has to be exclusive. That's the way this sort of thing works. I just well, how much it. are they offering you? I'm sure my granny can offer you more. Are you certain of this? Yeah, I mean... I can't say I know her financial details totally, but I'm sure she wouldn't want some young upstarts trying to, you know, monopolize all kinds of business around here, you know? And I'll just point out as well that, and not to mention, it's not uh, very safe for uh, caravans around here at the moment. He nods. He says, and what assurances do I have that this other organization won't be a problem if we form an agreement? Well, what is the other organization? I'm sure they don't stand up to the might of the 87 killers. Well, I'm not at liberty to say, but... Um, I'll just say uh, we have uh, Bao Yu in our uh, confined... We have confined Bao Yu. He nods. 2,200 a pound. And then you can sell it at whatever rate you want to. That is quite reasonable. Of course, you know, you would be limited to selling it within your area and anything beyond that. Uh, Moon would certainly want to control. And my of understanding course. is he was expecting a large shipment, and I've heard it has not arrived. No. I'll I, I just say, and you can short this up to the inadequacies, inadequacies of the uh, Temple of Jade Masses. He nods. 
And I'll, I'll also say, and 2200 a pound is a bit above the market rate, I would say. And what do you think if, the market rate should be? If you're willing to sell to us at 2000 a pound just now, I would say you'd be willing to go to 1500 a pound. Well, most certainly not. I already... I shake my head and then I just go, Bravo, don't be so short-sighted. It's £2,000 here because we buy it at the doorstep. 200 spades also includes shipping costs and stuff, I'm sure. We ship it ourselves. <laughs> the point is that we're supposed to escort the cargoes ourselves. They literally provide... Um... I was giving you a mercy discount. Your friend is clearly in need. What do you mean I'm in need? You, you're I'm bleeding. Wine, wine. He says you seem to be on death's door, and you were in dire need of the celestial plume. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, it's just everything's going a bit black and white. Two thousand. I will sell it to you for two thousand. I, I I nod my head and I go. I'm sure Granny would be pleased with that. Oh Lord, and say I will. Um, so do do we do do I actually? We have. We, I think last time we asked, we didn't actually have an idea what the sort of market rate for celestial plume was, did we? No, because it, it's really just kind of breaking into this area, so you don't have uh, any, any real numbers. Yeah. And considering that that would have um, that distribution, we could kind of like lock down. That be the sole distributor in the eighty-seven colors territory. We could kind of um, late eighty-seven can kind of set the price a bit. And um, uh, and also, just so you guys are aware, you would know that the group you're allied with in the region is the Seven Demons. Um, so that might be, uh, you know, of note. Okay. Who are the Seven Demons? They, where, where, where are they? They operate on that road from Daxing to uh, to Sanchi, uh, in... west of the Tengon on the map. The seven demons um... are eight men who terrorize the local area. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and uh, do we know where the the Tengon, where, where the Golden Way operates? Tengon. Is it just literally Tengon? No, they yeah. op- they're based in Tengon in an, like a street that's called the Golden Way, and then okay. by extension his. His territory is the road between uh, Tungan and Daolu, which is also regarded as the Golden Way. Right, Daolu as in the big city. Yep. Okay, gotcha. Right. I was looking at the map thinking, hang on a second, Daolu's really familiar. Why don't I know? Just out of sight on this map, but yeah. it's a little bit further north there. Um, okay. So, I, I, and. From our knowledge of how the criminal underworld works, like he wouldn't really care if, for example, we were to sell it um, between Daoshu and um, Daxing, for example. Um, Daxing and Daoshu. Um, oh, he might I, get pissed about oh, that. You might want. You okay. would certainly want to check because that's like right in a spot that could be contested. Um, you know, if you were to sell it from Sanchi to Daxing, you probably wouldn't care. But, but you know, Hyun is 
is a little bit of a you know not only is well, well so there's a couple of problems there number one that's potentially an area he might consider under his influence but long ma is a security company that operates along that region and they can't stand you guys what uh, bastards okay um I didn't even realize they'd met me. <laughs> it's nothing personal. It's just business. I'm sure it would become something personal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could probably very quickly make it personal. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I'm it's remember... personal. I take that so, as a challenge. <laughs> sometimes putting a face to a name helps, and sometimes it does not. <laughs> and, um... What is the? I'll ask him more about the celestial plume. I'll ask him. So, what is the um, the sort of dosage per person? Um, uh, how how much will the person use in a day? Oh, just a small amount, and it lasts for about three hours. I thought that. Say so. A, a, a pound, pound. A pound would last a great deal of time. And how how does it how does it work on you? What does it do? It fills you with an incredible sense of joy and peace and insight. That's that's like wine for me. No, this is nothing no. like wine. Wine puts you in a stupor. This puts you in the clouds. Mm. That doesn't sound much better. <laughs> um, and then I'll say... Um, How much does uh, Iron God Mung buy? Um, he bought quite a bit. Um, actually, so from our knowledge, how much was actually on the caravan? That's what, I'm, that's what that? I'm about to look up yeah, for you. Yeah. Uh, I just want to make sure my numbers are right before I go. Was it seven seven pounds or something? Steel no, like I think that. it was more than that. I think it was quite a bit. Yeah, more. it was like it would have been a pain. It would have been quite difficult for us to carry even between the three of us. It was twenty pounds of celestial plume, which we divided seven pounds each. No, it should, it should have been eighty pounds. Oh, uh, eighty pounds. 80 yeah. pounds. Yeah. And he says eighty pounds. Hmm. So oh, now we know eighty pounds is roughly equivalent to sixteen thousand tails. Um, no, sixteen thousand tails. Sixteen tails. Sixteen thousand tails. I've made A that mistake before. Tails. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna say, well, I won't presume that we are as powerful or as deserving of special discounts as Iron God Mung, but what if we were to um, buy a hundred pounds off you uh, every shipment and uh, paid eighteen hundred spades for that? Well, I was not selling directly to Iron Mung. It was being, uh, uh, that was, so I would sell you on whatever price we agree on, and then presumably you would sell it to Iron God Mung. And so you would need to negotiate with him on the price on his end. Ah, I see. I thought you were directly selling, and we did want to oh, sell no, the coast there. No, was, no, they, my, the other organization that we were working with had made those arrangements. I would certainly suggest that you make those too, because you're going to end up in all kinds of problems if you don't. 
I could I could help solve our immediate problems as well, brother. Are you sure you uh, want to go forward with this? I don't want to embroil you in a in a conflict you can't handle. There's I'll no just conflict we can't uh, handle. And, and, and say, go, uh, there's no conflict I can't handle and then throw out some blood. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just nod and say, um, this is what the lady wishes. And I'll, and I'll just say, um, in, in that case, uh, like I said, then we will buy a um, hundred pounds. Uh, how often, how often does Iron God Monk buy? Do we know uh, the frequency he buys? The eighty pounds. You don't. Is it know. A month? And this was like the first shipment he ever got, so he might not even know how often he's going to need this. Um, mm. So you want to buy a hundred pounds? Uh, I'm at one hundred and sixty tails, by the way. So a hundred pounds would be uh, two hundred tails. So I'm, I'm just trying to do, do a quick thinking. So this one pound will last someone like days, basically, right? Longer than days. It would last, it would last like, quite a long time. Like yeah, like a pound, you're going to sell that to a lot of different people. Yeah. Like, like you're going to be dealing in pounds. Iron, Good, Iron God Ming might be dealing in pounds. But the and people that, on the yeah. street that he's selling to... The people yeah, on the you're selling to are not going to be dealing with it in pounds. Now, yeah. now in, term, in terms of a pound, how does that, like... Uh, compared to the jug that I knocked over of uh, Hellburning Swords. Did he have, like, a pound of it? I mean, well, it's, I mean, it's essentially... Yeah, he, he had about approximately a pound. So the thing I, is, like, I thought we were solid when we got it from... Uh, no, um, it's an oil. It's an caravans. oil. It's, I mean, it's, okay. it's, it's, it's an oil. Okay, so it's not a paste that gets turned into an oil or whatever. I mean, it's like a, it's like a really... Uh, viscous oil, but it's, yeah. it's an oil. Okay. Um, how do we negotiate the price? Um, like, how much do we want to buy? If I got long was buying eighty that time. Um, uh, just, just remember, out of character. Yeah. Lady eighty seven has eighty pounds of it already. Yeah. So maybe if I set up a twenty <laughs> a direct debit. <laughs> just, no. just 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 ask just ask Iron God Iron God Mung was going to pay for it on his end when it was received, I'd I'd assume. Right? So we can just say but we requisitioned uh eighty pounds of that from some bandits in the area who killed the Temple of Jade Mercy's people and then sell it to Iron God Monk. Well, yeah, that's fine as well, but we want to see if we can negotiate a, a, a rate and, a, sta and a, a stable supply line for this. Like, if we're trying to cut out the Temple of Jade Mercy's, we need to... Um, you know, we need to be able to, to get the, the, the Celestial Plume Masters on our if side. I, if, I, if I were you... Like, I'd probably negotiate, or, or if I was negotiating, <laughs> which, thank God, my character isn't, um, we'd probably want to buy, like, £20 of it at first. Because that together with the £80 we stole, that's £100. We're going to ship. We're not buying it right now. We can't afford it. We're trying yeah. to set well, we can't afford it. the agreement. But if, like we set, uh, well, if, no, if we set it up for, like... Twenty pounds, uh, like twenty pound to begin with, to make them think uh, and claim, claiming that, it's, um, so we can see that Spice Mall for us to see that kind of 
how much in, in, interest there is, so how, know how much we'll need in the future. Add that to the hundred, uh, the eighty pounds we already got. We got a hundred pounds, but we, more importantly, then we also have the celestial plume master's blessing to sell it on. But if they don't know about the previous eighty pounds, we just say that we requisition the eighty pounds from bandits or something in the area and sell that on to Iron God Monk, much per his original arrangement. We say we found that out after negotiating our own deal with River Village after we came into possession of this celestial plume, right? And so we just buy 20 pounds at the start to sort out our own supplies. Well, then, because the, the Temple of Jade Mercies already know that um, it was Lady A7's people who took the cargoes because uh, the information broker who sold Lady A7 the information uh, leaked that information back to the Temple of Jade Mercies. Oh, right. So okay. that, that level of deception is probably unnecessary and probably gonna pull let's the let's just say <laughs> we'll, we'll, let's just say but we'll find out from 887 how much she thinks I'll, I'll, I'll we'll ask him how a, much we'll send a I'll, message to the to the outpost nearby yeah i'll, I'll ask uh, um ask him how much he can produce per month he says uh we can well we don't produce it but we can supply you with quite a bit per month how much do you think you might need Hundred pounds, two hundred pounds, three hundred pounds, four hundred pounds. Um, if we buy a um, hundred pounds from you per month, wait, how much? That's a, that's a lot of tails. Um, two hundred tails. Yeah, that's that's a lot of money. Just just say okay. I'll, I'll just say we'll we'll start by. By naming the sum of fifty pounds, I'll talk to my granny about this. I'm sure she can then let us know whether she needs more of it. Well, fifty pounds a month is not going to do. Well, then a hundred pounds, whatever does. I'll just say um, we have the authority to negotiate up to a uh, hundred pounds worth. Uh, at the moment, uh, any more than that, we'll have to go back and report to Lady Eighty Seven to, um, um, yeah, to, to to get a permission. Very well, he says. You know, and it, it, I'll, I'll say if we buy a hundred pounds a month from you um, for eighteen hundred spades, would that be okay as a preliminary agreement? 1800 spades. I thought we agreed on 2000 spades. That's if, we, or if we buy in bulk, basically. Well, sure. If you were, if you were buying 200 pounds a month, I'd be happy to sell it to you for 1800 spades. 100 pounds, 2000. So, so why don't we start off with 100 pounds a month at 2000 spades? And we, we say that if we buy in bulk, we get barley discount as well. What is the barley discount? It's I'll, I'll, just, I'll just like just sort of wave him as he sorts out the barley discount and say, uh, he, he has a he, he calls a, a bulk buy discount a barley discount for some reason. It must be uh, something to do with his hometown. I see. 
I think he's oh, the too much. Bali were beautiful. So can you repeat that again? So you'll you'll pay two thousand spades for a hundred. For for a hundred up um, as a preliminary agreement. If we increase it up to two hundred pounds, will you agree to go go down to eighteen hundred? Yes. Per pound? Yes, I will. I'm not, and and and, uh, and say uh, you will hear from us soon then. Uh, and, and in the meanwhile, we'll take this over to uh, <laughs> um, Hell Burning Sword. He nods. He's and he gets up and he motions for the door. He says, "I look okay. forward to seeing you." Um, I'll take the uh, I'll take the stuff and I'll go. I'll deal with this and try not to get stabbed again. Oh, just uh, go into the Plum Tree Inn, was it? Or yep, the Plum Tree Inn. Yeah. So when you oh. go when you go there, the lady is serving. There's other people at the tables now, but you don't see Hellburning Sword. I'll just go up to his room. All right, he's he's uh, sleeping. I'll knock on the door to like wake him up or call out to him to wake him up. All right, he sort of staggers and comes to the door and and slides it open. Oh, actually, before he takes it to him, like, can I um, like take a small sample of it and keep it for analysis later or something? Like uh, the, from from the from the pound of uh, celestial plume, it's like take a couple of drops and would you wrap would it you up. have let him do that, Elliot? Yeah, I'd have let him do that. Okay. Um, he says, "Do you I have it?" It's not going to be too visible. Um, do you have it? Yes. And now that I've served it up a bit, I don't think you're my friend. So here you go, and I'll be pleased not to have any more dealings with you. He takes it. He says, "As will I." Hmm. And I'll kind of turn around and just walk away. Okay. All right, so you depart. Oh, I'll wipe my brow as I leave. And so uh, what are you going to do when you, when you get back to the group? Um, We're probably on the rest somewhere, don't we? We want to go back to the inn and get the room. Is there another <laughs> inn apart from the Plum Tree Inn? No, this is a one-town inn. I mean, a one-in town. This is a Plum Tree Inn. <laughs> Is the is the this only option is not here. A whore. It only serves one town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have to see your papers before they let you stay there. I just got. I don't. I don't want to stay near that nut job. <laughs> Let's just go home. Should we not go on to uh, Iron God Mung and negotiate supplying well, him? No. What we want to do is we want to Lady Eighty Seven did say she. I wish us to anticipate her yeah. desires. But so why, why, why I say we do to, first? Let's go to Mai Chun and head straight on to Tungong. We need to get to Mai Chun and talk to Bao Yu and see what their price for Iron God to, to Iron God Monk was so that we have a leg to negotiate on. That's a fair point. If we know, like, we're going to, we can't go into negotiations thinking, well, we bought this for 1800 uh 2000 well, no, 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 but uh, yeah, if we're talking about the discount price, uh, and we just sell it to um, Iron God Monk for 2000 then yeah, we're only making a 10, 200 profit. Is that really worth so much trouble? I doubt he was buying it at 2000 Yeah, so which is why we, want, we need to find out how much um, that it was being sold to him for. Okay, so we'll go back to my chin question value. All right, yeah. can you make a uh, survival roll? And also, what's everybody's detect? Uh, I think mine's 2d10. 
Yeah, 2d10. 2d10, but 3d10 if it's to do a save. And Kenny, what about um, you? Yeah, I'm drunk. 2d10. Right. 2d10 and I'm drunk. All right, so, okay. Um, so, uh, let's see here. Steven, you see somebody as you guys are traveling. Um, and this is before I'm having Elliot make that roll. Like, just as you're sort of leaving town, you see a man in, in, in off in, like, the distant hills, uh, just all in black, and he seems to be looking at you like he's like he's trying not to be seen, and you just happen to catch a glimpse of him. Um, I I like like so, um, I, I I whisper and like trying to like move my mouth as well as possible. Somebody's watching us. Um. My character's too busy uh, moaning about his wounds to recognize that you're whispering because <laughs> uh, somebody's seeing us. Um, I'll, I'll say uh, keep keep an eye on uh, Drunken Sword, and I'll I'll peel away and see if I can follow behind him if he's following and see if he's following us. Well, he's sort of behind you guys. Like you guys are leaving the town, and if yeah. you like look over to your right behind you from the opposite direction of where you'll be heading. That's where you sort of see the guy. So how do you how do you want to do this? So if I want to like go off the path into the forest and be like, I'll be I'll be mm. taking a shit. So uh, <laughs> I'll catch up with you later. Okay. <laughs> Might be a while. That breakfast wasn't cooked right. All right. So, uh, so, just sort of... so why don't you guys make separate survival rolls? And the survival roll for you, Kenny, is just to see if you successfully. Prepared. Okay, I'm at minus one d10. Yep. Wait a minute. I, I, I should do it then because I'd be a zero, would I not? No, 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 I'm, at, I'm, at, I'm, I'm on 1d10, as in I'm on minus 1d10 from drunks, that puts it to 1d10. Okay. I got a 6. Got okay, and Kenny? Uh, I got a 6 as well. Alright, so so you guys, you know, make it make it through the, the hills and the plains, and, and Kenny, you sort of go off into the wilderness and, and veer back in, and and you see this guy is definitely trailing the party. And I, I'm assuming you're keeping your distance, too. I'm assuming you're... Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm... After a short while, I recognize that, uh, that Wuji has gone missing. And I go, stop! We've got to find Wuji. He's got lost. No, he hasn't. He went for a shit. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's just keep on going. <laughs> Kenny, what's your um, stealth? Nine. <laughs> And what do you want to do? Well, I, I want to wait until um, night falls because I know that we'll be making camp halfway, probably around the same area that we made camp last time. Okay. All right. Um, and see what he does then and see if I can sort of sneak up on him when he's sleeping. Okay. All right. So, um, so yeah, you guys do eventually have to make camp that night, unless you want to press on through the evening, which you can do. Um, but... <laughs> Chunk and sword has zero wounds. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, it's so traveling. Make camp. Uh, so you make camp, and uh, who's taking first? How many wounds do you recover in a night again? I'm sorry. Do you, Do you recover wounds at, at uh, overnight? Can't remember. It's your chi level, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You recover your chi level each evening. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll make camp tonight. And, uh, Kenny, are you keeping first watch? I'm, no, I'm, I'm still following the... Oh, you're going to stay outside of the whole thing and keep an eye. Okay, 
I get you. Yeah. So are either of you guys keeping watch? Or are you guys just going? Yeah, to I'll keep watching. Okay. Yeah, I'll keep a watch as well. All right. So Kenny, can... you, you 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 sleep. We should both be okay, keeping watch. Okay, I'll sleep. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Kenny, you have three D ten detect, right? Uh, 2d10. 2d10. Okay, hold on. All right, so you do lose sight of him at some point. Um, and, but you know he's somewhere around. Check behind um, yourself. This is going to be a case of like two people trying to tail each other, so they never make any progress. <laughs> <laughs> they just get hopelessly lost out in the wilderness. In that, in that case, I'll just. Um, and then yeah. they have to work together to survive. <gasps> it's a beautiful story. Then they fall in love. Yeah, they marry and they have little babies. This this would be a very unusual story if that were the conclusion to it. Um, yeah, especially <laughs> if they're both men. <laughs> <laughs> So Kenny, what uh, what um? Can I climb a tree to see if I can get a bit of view? Um, yeah, or, absolutely. Uh, I mean, there's not them. many trees around here, but there's enough. Um, yeah. All right, and it's getting late into the night, but you actually see him. You you spot him again on like a like a like a little hill. In the a distance. tree himself. Oh no! No, no, he's on it. He's on a hill. <laughs> he's in the opposite tree, looking right at you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With like a knowing right. grin. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> just some creep uh yeah. but no he's often like another hill sort of looking at you oh he's looking at me yeah he's looking at you okay so how far away is he uh he's about Kenny. 80 yards away Kenny, this should this should be your one and only response <laughs> <laughs> so. says the guy who just got stabbed in the heart <laughs> <laughs> Near the heart, not in the heart. Eighty yards. What's that in feet? Is it times three? Yes. Uh, two two hundred and forty feet. I um, should have just used whirling dodge before. <laughs> uh, composite bow is one. No, wait, two hundred. 100, 200, 300. 100 is close range, 200 is medium range, 300 is long range, and so is subject to minus 1d10. Okay, so as long as it's within 300 feet, then I don't get a penalty. If it's within 300 feet, I think that's one uh, one degree of penalty. So what are you going to try to do? Um, I think he's going to try shoot him but yeah. with, with, it, it, I, I think with, with your composite longbow foot is close range so you'd get like an advantage to hit correct me if I'm full range so that's you know the average kind of thing 300 is at a stretch type deal is that correct I you were breaking up a little bit there um, so if it's uh, within sorry. if it's within 100 feet then you're within close range yeah. And you're fine. But anything over that, then you start having trouble. And then at the 200-foot oh. range is an, an additional increment of penalty. And the same... Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, so I'd have two degrees of penalty if I were to try and shoot him. So it's pretty far. Yeah. Just think about it, like, 100 feet is quite a big distance. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, just... 
like the length of American football pitch. <laughs> I mean, you're basically getting into like volley territory. I think when you're firing at that at that range. Yeah. Um. Which you can still aim, but it is harder. Yeah, I I, I think I'm just going to keep looking at him while he looks at me then see if he does anything does okay. height difference give any kind of advantage in that like right. if you're high up on a wall so he he vanishes out of sight like gone I'm gonna um I'm gonna try to science uh, stalk my way over to where he was stealthily Okay. All right. So, uh, do you do you uh, do you have any technique that would allow you to be more stealthy than you otherwise would be? Crawling tiger. Yes, yeah, <laughs> you could do that. You could do that. Uh, athletics two d ten tn six. I got seven and the three, seven and highest. All right. So, all right. So you sort of stalked your way over there using crawling tiger. Or, you know, meandering through the ground, and, uh, and when you reach the point that's there, you said you have two D ten detect. Yeah. You see a very unusual black flower, in the spot where he was standing. Cut it. No, no, it's <laughs> like it's, it's not. It's not rooted. It's on the ground, like somebody put it there. Like almost like you know, like uh, like a I chrysanthemum, a chrysanthemum of some kind. Can I identify with my poison talent? Yeah. Uh, why don't you make a roll? Normally I would roll, but just for the sake of expediency. Uh, I got a 10 at the highest and a 5 in the eight. All right. So you think... Here's the thing. This is definitely uh, a Jay Valley chrysanthemum. Um, but the thing about the Jay Valley chrysanthemum is they have... Uh, thorns on them of two varieties and you never quite know which one you're getting. It's impossible to determine the difference visually. Um, are they like a trademark of a certain sect? or? Uh, well, Jay Valley sect for sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, they come from Jay Valley. Uh, yeah. And, I, they're, and they're definitely I, in the... In the uh, and so, so there's the, the Jay Valley chrysanthemum has water thorns on it and it has viper thorns. Um, and... And viper thorns uh, are bad. Water well, thorns are good. Well, it's not quite that simple. They, they actually boost your physical power, but they they rack your body with pain. Um, but uh, and and they do and they do inflict harm on your on the on the system. Like the person will suffer, you know, a wound like a bizarre or a mode, basically. Yeah. Um, but the the water thorn gives you sort of it's it's a little bit like celestial plume actually it gives you sort of a euphoric sense um but makes you a uh, very sort of sluggish and out of sorts and it's and it's got healing properties so it's really good if uh if you want to heal somebody but again the problem is it's impossible to tell the difference visually between the thorns um impossible visually okay but if I'm if, if I had it in my hand, would I be able to tell or not? The only way to tell is to inflict it to like test like. Yeah. The proof is in the pudding with this one. Gotcha, um, gotcha. 
It's kind of okay. like the Russian roulette of, uh, of of poisons. Um, I'll pick it up, and I'm assuming it's it's also very pricey anyway, right? Oh yeah, these are valuable. These are valuable, and they're very pretty too. <laughs> and I'll tuck it away, and I'll head back to camp, I guess. Okay. Um, all right. So you guys see uh, how many how many thorns are there on the on the thing? There are five thorns on this one. Nice. <laughs> is that a lot? Yeah, that is a lot. That is that is a lot of thorns. They don't normally have that many. I wasn't sure if they're going to be like roses and have loads. It's one. It's one flower. So I'm guessing five thorns is a pretty decent amount. Jade um when it says like, uh, does that mean like half of those? Um, there's like a fifty percent chance each thorn could be one or the other, or is it one each flower only has one type of thorn? But you can't. Um, it's it, it's a little so you you don't know, but probably you could have one that's completely uh, one type of thorn, one that's completely another type. But you could also have a mix on the flower. Itself. Okay, cool. Yeah, so it's so, completely random. Yep. So it's very it's very difficult to sort of know in advance or even guesstimate. And is it a single use thing? Yeah, and and you know it's one of the things that makes them, you know, so so unique. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I kind of just take it and just plunge it into Boris Johnson's sword and see what happens. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's see. So you just so... want to plunge one thorn into him? Yeah. Can you pick a number? Could, uh, could high or low? Him? High or low, Kenny? Uh, high. All right. All right. So I'm. I'm uh, let's see here. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm asleep when this happens. No. So you're just experimenting. So, okay. me <laughs> so Boris Drunken Sword awakens in immense pain. Your whole body is it's just like every nerve in your body is burning and and just has like electricity running through it. Um and uh and you 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 take a single wound, so you immediately pass out. Did I did I recover? Yeah, you you, the you, wound you're recovering and now you're recovering now you're back like at, at incapacitated. And, uh, <laughs> but here's the thing you, your muscle increases by two ranks for the next three hours. You just feel, you just feel, you just feel this, this sense of power and might flow through your body. And the, and the wound, and the wound is really from like, it's, it's, it's like the shock to your system. Do you know what I mean? It's almost like your body just got this, this massive flood of energy and adrenaline that is just, you know. <laughs> Uh, you know, like I said, every nerve is on fire. Okay, so if you perk him again, there's a fifty-fifty percent, there's fifty-fifty chance that you either kill him or save. Yeah, him. at this point, you would absolutely kill him if you got another one of those because that would, uh, I, uh, you know, that's I, forgot, you I know. understand. Um, well, brother, looks like you're carrying him. He can, he can still walk. He's just not. He's incapacitated. No, he's fine now. Is that zero? I mean, he's going to need a little I'm help. Not he's going to need a little again. help. Well, that will, no, would he be completely incapacitated? I was walking he beforehand would... on zero wounds, Steve. Yeah, yeah, but now you're incapacitated and you don't recover. 
Well, he wasn't uh, dying. He he just sort of at incapacitated. I'd probably look pretty peaky. Yeah, that's fine. I'll, I'll lend you a. Okay, so there. we could prank him again without him dying. No, we should not prank him again. Do you try pranking me again, Steve? No. No. <laughs> no, not when you're awake. <laughs> we only did it because you were sleeping, and it's like fuck it. Yeah. This has a fifty-fifty chance of you're helping. you're sober at the moment as well. <laughs> yeah. I'm totally sober. I haven't been able to like drink anything yet. All right, so uh, shall I do our survival roll? Well, you um, probably don't want to be in charge of that. You're in rough shape. Um, you could certainly yeah, do it, uh, but I mean, you might die of dehydration in the process. Um, fine. Uh, I just ask them to give me some wine. <laughs> I'll do it. Uh, <laughs> I got the four and the three. All right. So, so. You're really developing a pattern. Um, can you roll 2d10 and add them together for me? Oh. And I got 17 on that one. Oh, that should be interesting. Uh, no, it won't be interesting. <laughs> it's a high odd number. That's not can it? Interesting yeah. does not mean good. Yeah. <laughs> They're not like synonymous with each other. Generally, when the main characters are going through really fucking rough shit, that's very interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, arguably, you're, you're one of the main characters and you're already going through some pretty rough shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Getting stabbed through the sternum and uh, being pricked by a, a potentially lethal form while you're sleeping. All right. So um, you guys are walking uh, presumably along the road and... Uh, What's everybody's detect again? Three, two... Two D10. Yeah, I got two. three. All right. All right, so you guys can clearly see that there's a group of people up ahead on the road, like three people, and there you can sense folk sort of like... sort of looming in the hills, do you know what I mean? In case you guys want to try to es escape from this. And the folk in, uh, on the road appear to be bald. Fucking Temple of Jade Mercies. Or <laughs> Temple Hill Gang. Well, you, you, no, Boulder's Temple Hill Gang, isn't it? That's a very good indication that it could be Temple Hill Gang, yeah. Fucking Temple Hill Gang. <laughs> <laughs> um, you just had to stab me with that one. <laughs> that's fine. I'm sure I'll be okay. Um, it's very interesting, at least. How many of them did you say there were? There are three on the road, but you can tell that there are more in the hills. Well, do we want to fight, or do we want to try and bluff our way through this? Bluff our way through. Quick, quick glance at that one. Uh, I'd say we bluff. Alright. Do you want to lead the bluff? I've got yeah. deception. I don't have any command or anything. I've got so. deception and I've got uh, expertise and like tall tales. So that's good for bluffing. All right. I'll be I'll be drinking copious amounts of wine. Yeah, I've also got an expertise. I've also got expertise. Yeah, I've also got expertise in denial. So I'll, All right, I'll, I'll, I'll go. Ahead. Just dig me up as a, as an excellent fighter. I'm going to take some cloth and tie it around the Boris Johnson Sword's mouth. Yeah. Do, do you actually try and do that? <laughs> yes, I do. I will, like, slap you away with that. I'll go, what are you doing? Get off of me! 
It's for your own sake, and I'll just keep trying to die. <laughs> I'll, I'll, like, go to draw my sword no, and stuff. No, 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 no. Don't no, you no, put no. your dirty rags on me! Uh, uh, stroke and sword, sir. I, I, I think you should let him do it. Like, I, I've, I've got an idea for a, um, for a, a way to get us through, but we, we, we need to pretend that you were. We need to pretend that you were heavily injured by ba- by bandits. And if we're going to do that, would you not want your face covered so your amazing reputation isn't besmirched? I don't have an amazing reputation. Well, you're even less of one if you don't let us do this. I'm not letting you put that cloth over my mouth. How demeaning. Well, how, why don't you put the cloth over your mouth? No, I'm not doing it. You guys think you're so smart, don't you? And so clever. Always looking down on me. Just because I'm I drunk. knock him out. <laughs> just knock him out. I'll, I'll, like, I'll okay. go to push Wuji, like right in front of all these Temple Hill can, gang members. Can you, uh, Kenny, can you make a speed roll? <laughs> And, can I make and, one as well? Yeah, but if he's but if Kenny succeeds, you're in such bad shape. It's it's out time for you. I got a ten okay. and a three. Am I uh, doing it at my full speed? Um, yeah, because I don't think you're actually suffering a penalty. Okay. Uh, I got a nat ten as well. All right, roll again, again, both of you. Roll again. All right. Did he die? Came through. <laughs> I got an eight and a two at the moment. Um, I got a six of the highest, so Kenny wins. All right, so Kenny, you clonk him on the head, and he just, you know, collapses to the ground. And what do you want to uh, do? Well, he, he sort of, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll sort of catch him and sort of. Yeah, and so will I, and, and so will I sort of, like, have an arm over each shoulder and continue and, on down the yeah, road. So with my stuff of nine, can I make it sort of like a selfie conk on the head so that they don't really see what's going on type of thing? Yep. So I'm there with my arms outstretched, my feet dragging across the ground, and my head slumped over. <laughs> All right. So, so then you approach them. Uh, yeah. All right. So you can see as you approach the nuns, there, there's three of them. They're bald, and they have tattoos on their face that indicate that they are murderers. And one of them steps forward, and she says, um. She sort of looks at looks looks all of you up and down, then tries to get a closer look at uh, Boris Drunken Sword. But well, I'm I'm pretending I'm pretending to struggle with his weight so that she can't really get a good view of him. You can just imagine that my hair is like down over my head. So I'm like, so right, I'm can you can you roll a deception roll for me, Kenny? I got two d ten. Do you want to roll it or I'll try? You can uh, you can roll it. I got eight and a six, eight at the highest. Okay. Um. She says, "Who are you?" Oh, uh, my, my, hi, my, my, my name is, uh, is Chen, is Chen Zhi, and, and this is, this is my, my brother, uh, Chen Bao, uh, um, a friend here, um, was, uh, was, was hurt, and um, was hurt pretty badly on, on, on the road, which is, which, who are you affiliated with? We're not. We're not affiliated with anybody. We're just. We're, we're, just, we're just travelers. Well, then, who hurt your friend? Bandits. Hmm. All right. But, you haven't seen anything along the road. Anything unusual? 
Well, well, we saw bandits. With, uh, uh, that, like. That's kind of unusual to us. We've never encountered them before. I just want to say, to anybody observing Drunken Sword, they'd probably see a sword at his waist. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 that's fine. Um, yeah, yeah but plenty of people like carry swords, but have not, not used them. What? <laughs> how much money do you have? Uh, no, 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 not a lot. Um, I, I think I have about oh, a few, a few hundred spades on on, on me. Uh, that's what, that's all I managed to kind of hide from the bandits. Like my my friend, my friend here, he, he, our friend here, he's honestly he's not that smart. When the bandits kind of came, he 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 thought he was strong enough to take them on, but. Oh, but oh, oh, he he wasn't. There were too many of them. Like my, my brother and I just get, 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 tried to pay them off to get them away. But she I'm, says, I'm well, I have good to... news for you. If you give me that money, we'll escort you back wherever you're going. You won't have to worry about the bandits anymore. And she holds out her hand. Oh, oh, you 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 took you're too kind. You're too kind. So thank you. I I kind of bow bow, bow my head a little bit. Like without trying, without really trying to make it so I don't move, but I bore a sword and kind of reach down into my uh, sock and pull out like uh, five hundred spades. All right, do you give it to her? Uh, yeah, right, yeah, she, I hold it out. She takes it, and she she bows and she says, uh, she says, we will take to the hills and we will. You will not see us, but we will be present, and we will protect you. Thank, thank, uh, thank, thank you. Your, 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 your kindness is, is, is just a, a beacon um, of, of light in this, in the despair I'm feeling. She, there seems to be some judgment in her eyes, and she, and her companions step off the side of the road and let you pass. I don't, I don't rouse up awake at any point, Jim. That do I? No, you're, oh, you're oh. carved out. <laughs> Okay. I know you're I itching did, to, I'd uh, fuck it up. <laughs> so do you continue on? Yeah. Five hundred spades is a very cheap price to pay for not trying to fight with a zero wound drunken sword. Um <laughs> Yeah, especially especially as I actually had seven and a half thousand. As you as you're heading back, you're almost positive that they're that they're not following you at all. Um, well, that's what we want. Is <laughs> you don't see any, you don't see them around at all. Um, but you make it back to Mai Chun. Uh, he's still in rough shape. Uh, very. Do very I wake up at any point? Oh yeah, that? yeah. You you wake up as you're like you know two hours outside of the city. Okay, <laughs> I just say I like, like oh, angry. sword. You slipped and smacked your head against the rock. I, I, I push him away from me for support. And I just go, I know you, Wuji. I know what you did. And I don't appreciate it. You're a, you're a bad companion. I didn't I'll do be, anything. Oh, yeah, honestly, Stop I don't know what you're talking about. You, you, you've lost a lot of blood. You kind of, you got lightheaded and collapsed. I didn't lose any blood. My Look at your chest. I I kind of like I, I keep my I keep my weight on Dalfang, and then I just go just silence. I'm your superior. This is insubordination. Now take me home. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, 
No, but Drunken Sword, you, you got too excited when you saw there were bandits and you were trying to draw your sword and then you... I don't want to hear any more of your lies, Wuji. You are a, you are a conniving person and I'll make sure that I tell somebody about it. I'm just, I'll just try and say... You, you must be delusional from your blood loss, and I'll just keep quiet. Well, my character is very suspicious of Wuji now. <laughs> doesn't right. consider him a friend. <laughs> so, so when you get back to my Chun, what do you do? Or are you just passing through? We have to drop. Uh, we need to talk to Bao and we, we also need to we, get, we, yeah. we need, <laughs> yeah, we need a doctor or something. <laughs> okay, so... Um, we'll, let his, we'll, we'll let his wife sort him out. Alright, so you want to go back to his house then? Well, yeah, yeah we need to go back to, see we need to Yeah, we need to see Bao Yu, so we, we, can, we, can, we, can dump, uh, we can dump him on his wife and then go see Bao Yu. Alright, so, so you bring him back there, and... Uh, and I assume you just take him to one of the halls and drop him there and call for the wife? Yeah. Alright, uh, so she comes in and she takes one look at him and she says, Did he get the jade comb? Uh, I was gonna like, get it! We're going to turn on next! I'll pick it up for you soon, Mum. She says, I will contact Physician Low. And, uh, and she leaves. Wait! Doesn't he have a hotter daughter who's a, who's a physician? Did you say that to <laughs> I say that. All right, she storms back in, and she says, I two jade say combs. You will bring hands... me two jade combs this time. Of, of course, dear, but I only say that because smaller hands will make for better work on operating on my chest. She just kind of clucks at you and storms out of the room. And, uh, what are you two doing? We're going to talk to Bao Yu. All right. Uh, so Bao Yu still, you got, you, you guys still have, have her, uh, in the holding cell and, and one of the killers is there guarding it. Um, do you want to talk or do I, do you want to, I'll try to talk. You're pretty good at the interrogation. I'll just, yeah, in that case, I'll, I'll, I'll just walk up and, and, and say, uh, Greetings, uh, Abbas Baoyu. She stands up and she puts her hands on the bars and uh, and she says, "Greetings to you too." I hope you're doing okay. Have your wounds healed up? She nods. Um, I'll, I'll, I have a question for you, and I hope you can answer. It's not too difficult or anything. We just want to know uh, how much uh, Iron God Mung was buying Celestial Plume from you for. She says 2,500 spades. Hold on and say that does that seems uh, awfully expensive. Well, there's always a markup, isn't there? I'll, I'll just try again and say, um, I mean, do, do we? That's the basically the only thing we need to know from her, right? And the, yeah. how much were they buying it for? Would be something good to fish mm -hmm. for. 
And, and how much were you buying the Celestial Plume for? What's your wits, Kenny? Wits? Ah, six. She says, why do you want to know that? Well, if it's a profitable enough business, then uh, we might want to try and get our hand in the size of that pie. She says, are oh, you what? trying to lose your hands? I'll just try and save. They're rather yeah. difficult to misplace. <laughs> well, yeah, we're, you have to risk something if you want uh, to get something out of life. She says the temple will never let you get away with this. I mean, I don't think the temple will let me get away with much, given that we just put you behind bars and are holding you hostage. So what's more, what, what's a little more uh, of a grudge anyway? She says, we were buying it for 1,800 spades. I just sort of frown and say, that's pretty slim margins. <laughs> and um, I'll try and go, whatever. Uh, uh, we we have our own thoughts on this. Thank you for uh, being cooperative. And it, I have no empathy, but does, can I see like if she's being truthful? Like at 0d10? Well, it's not a truth detection skill. It's just sort of yeah. like a tell detection skill. But she she is very difficult to read right now. Yeah. Probably because the majority of her read is being uncomfortable in herself. <laughs> um, if you empathize with her, you're like, now, hmm, what would it be like if you're a nun captured in a cell in enemy territory? Hmm. Uncomfortable. <laughs> and, 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 and I'll just say to her as well as we go, like, if, if a temple is intent on um, opposing Lady 87, I don't think there's much in the way of getting away with something or not, is there? She says there are always worse penalties to be had. There's there's vengeance, and then there's, you know, there's vengeance with, with infinite depth. Infinite depths? Yeah, depth. <laughs> I, I, get, I get that it was death. I was just saying. <laughs> infinite death. death. <laughs> That's what hell of a frat. Infinite death. Um. Uh, I think I'll only sign up for temporary death, please. <laughs> Can I have ten death? <laughs> <laughs> Can I sign up for two weeks of death? It sounds quite fun. <laughs> All right. uh, I need a vacation from my work. It's very boring. <laughs> Um, I suppose I'll wait to be treated by Physician Young or whatever his oh, name yeah. is. So Physician uh, Low arrives and he begins treating you. And, you know, he places some needles on your body. And uh, I ask him how his daughter's doing. <laughs> he says very well. And he, you know, he begins flowing some chi energy into you and, and restores you to health, actually. Oh, wow. And he says that'll be 2,000 spades. <laughs> Of course, I, I I pull out two thousand spades and pay it to him. I was looking at it long. <laughs> he bows, and he says, "I will tell my daughter that you were asking about her." 
Uh, please, please, Doc. She might tell my wife. <laughs> he, he nods and he, and he leaves. <laughs> I'll see him out. You know, take care. And, I'll walk back in muttering, what a nice man. <laughs> yeah, he's known for, for being pretty agreeable, provided you pay him. Um, what are you, what are you, what are you going to do from here? I'll go back in and I'll 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 mention the prices I guess to uh I'll negotiate with guys. I'll negotiate with a guy saying that I now need two J cones of greater value than this one and I have like no money left. <laughs> How much value was that one? Uh four silver tails and I have two silver tails. <laughs> uh, at the moment it's the tenth day of the dog moon. Um, what shall we do, boss? It's good of you to know that I'm your boss. I'll tell you one thing that you shouldn't do. Hit me on the back of the head. That did not happen. <laughs> I am adamant that it did not happen. <laughs> do, do, you have de- do you have deception? I have 2d10 in deception. Because I've got a... I've got one d ten in command, persuade, deception, empathy, reasoning, and two d ten in detect. <laughs> It'll be against your wits more than anything else. Okay. I Do just. I roll? I, you, I, you can I, roll. I, I, I want you to roll against me to see like if you're is, convincing. Is it against? Is it against wits, Brendan? Oh, you're trying to. You're trying to. Uh... <laughs> He's trying to deceive me by telling me that he didn't whack me over the head. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think I think given that Elliot, the player, knows full well what happened, <laughs> rolling would make sense. So why don't you uh, why don't you roll? Is it is it against wits? Yes, I got double nine. So, <laughs> mm. I think that beats your wits, well, doesn't it, Elliot? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it beats my wits. Then what what did you say happened? You got too excited when you saw the bandits and you went to draw your weapon, but you stumbled and smacked your head on the ground. All right, I did. Oh, yes, you, you, you were so eager to uh, display your sword skills on these petty bandits who are blocking our way. I mean, I think what you mean to say is is that I was just about to heroically show off my sword skills and then an albatross dropped a stone which hit my head. Yes, uh, clearly the heavens are jealous of your sword skills. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well said, Wuji. I'm sorry if on the road I said some things that offended you. No, I, I took no offense, boss. You were very critically wounded, and you only meant to protect us from those bandits. Ha! <laughs> of course. Did I at least look good whilst I fell? Very suave. <laughs> okay. Well, we need to make some money so that I can buy these jade, jade combs. Well, if we can get this business deal on the road, I'm sure. Uh... Wait, didn't they didn't uh, they even promise us a cut of some sort? Or am I thinking of something else? Like, um, she promised you more benefits. Uh, yeah, but she also told Elliot something about more responsibilities. <laughs> should we should we get uh, the celestial plume from Lady Eighty Seven to bring to Iron God Monk? 
I don't think a sample. I think we should just bring over the actual celestial plume and sell it to him immediately to satisfy him for, you know, that. Yeah, but maybe like a smaller amount to just kind of like satisfy him in the meantime so we can get a larger shipment to him. Well, we'll, we'll carry a small amount be, say, yeah. and say that this is the only amount we can sort of carry on our person without being suspicious and arranging more large caravans which might get stopped by patrolling people who... Mm. Well, actually, no, that's not a good idea because that doesn't really inspire confidence <laughs> in the fact that we'll be able to supply more. Listen, listen. So... Iron God Mung should know, but we've got the Celestial Plume from the Temple of Jade the Mercy. Temple of Jade right Mercy. The Temple of Jade Mercy knows. I don't know whether they've told Iron God Mung that they got robbed by us. It's <laughs> a different story. Um, I mean, I, I assume with Iron God Mung's sensibilities, if we suddenly show up with a load of Celestial Plume, he's going to know that we've stolen it because, like, at the moment, he knows that the deal is going on between the Celestial Plume Masters and the Temple of Jade Mercies, which is an exclusive deal. So, if we've supplanted them, then there's that, but then we should be coming over with a fuck ton more Celestial Plume. No. Um, well, if right, we right, that- I think that we should be above board about it and just say, we're awfully sorry about the delay of the Temple of Jade Mercies, you know, stepped on our toes and stuff. We didn't realize that this was bound for you, so we've come to deliver it and make the original sale. How's about a small discount for the inconvenience you've seen? Because, I just want to point this out, right? Whilst the selling price for this is 2,500 spades and the buying price for it for us at the moment is 2,000 spades, we got this for free. The cost of yeah. by the Temple of Jade Mercy. So we can offer it at a discount so as to satisfy the fact that he's had to wait for so long you know, due to these inconveniences and stuff, and as a kind of introductory gift. So we could go with a thing of, we'll sell this to you for 2,500 spades, you know, when we're doing the normal things, but at the moment, we're sorry for any inconveniences that we've caused, has about 2,200 spades per pound. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy with that. <laughs> uh, if... if if you want to go to the 87 and requisition the uh, 80 pounds of uh, celestial plume, then we need to find a way to transport it. We can get a wagon with a with a, a, a mule or something. Uh, a few wagons, yeah. A few wagons to disguise the one wagon that's carrying the actual celestial plume, or do we just want to go through with one wagon and hope we don't get searched? Well, if they search you, they're probably going to search all the wagons. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Just one wagon. Um, well, the, there are limited amounts of us, and we can't really pull that many. Uh... Yeah. Okay. Let, let's just do one wagon, but we need to go to Lady Eighty Seven then. Yeah. All right. So you're gonna go to Lady Eighty Seven. Yeah, and we're gonna request the Celestial Plume so that we can uh, use it to open up trade negotiations with um, Iron God Mung. All right. Okay. So, uh, so you go back to her again, and again, it's the same situation where she, uh, yeah. you know, uh, she receives you in her hall, and uh, uh, she's up on the dais, and she, she looks. Well, what's your empathy rolls again? This is kind of important. One detail. She probably looks a bit pissed off, but we're back here again. She looks pleased as punch to see you, Elliot. Um, 
That's worrying. And that's what you think. Uh, you two can tell that she's visibly agitated. And uh, she says, why have you returned? Um, we've negotiated with the Celestial Plume Masters. And they've said that if we buy 100 pounds a month, we can purchase at 2,000 spades per pound. If we increase to 200 pounds per month, then we can uh, purchase at 1,800 spades per pound, which seems to be the deal that the temple, uh, that the Jade Temple was going for. Um, in the meantime, we hope that we can acquisition the celestial plume that we recovered for yourself in the past, so that we can use it to enter a favorable deal with us with uh, Iron God Monk, letting him know that we requisitioned it and offering it to him at a slightly lower price than he was originally going to purchase it for for any inconvenience before entering into a trade deal for the original price. She motions with her hand and somebody brings forward the, the celestial plume to you. And she says, you take this. And when you return, tell your wife to, to prepare for, for my arrival. I'm going to want to have, uh, I want, I want to have a meal with you, you and, and discuss this matter. I, I nod my head. And when I kind of like scratch my head embarrassed and when I go, um, Lady 87, I ask this and I kind of shift my eyes to the side only so that I can be a better husband. But due to my foolishness that I'm hoping to overcome in the future, um, my wife is lacking in refinery of her stature. I realize now that I need to provide better for her. I hope to purchase some uh, re refinements for her whilst in Tangon. But recently I got injured in River Village and had to pay a physician a large amount of money to recover myself. You wanted an advance of money, is that what you were saying? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> what do you need? Um... Eight silver tails. She motions again, need... and uh, and 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 they bring forward a box with twelve silver tails in it. I kind of like bow again. I go, "Thank you for your generosity. I shall make sure to earn this money." <laughs> in my in my heart, I'm crying tears of blood as I think this is all going towards Jade Comb for God's sake. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll accept it graciously and thankfully. And uh, all right, and she, so she she nods to that, and she uh, she says, and rem and and remember what I said about anticipation. Of course. And you may leave. I look forward to to speaking with you on your return. We are. We, we're going to leave, and we'll sort out the negotiations for a wagon to transport this stuff discreetly. Okay. All right. So you can, you can easily get a, a, a wagon for, um, about 200 spades a pop. Uh, so, okay. uh, that does not, I'll, I'll pay, I'll pay the 200 spades for that. Well, so the wagon is not the expensive part. The expensive part is the ox or the horse. That's where things get pricey. Yeah. Unless you're just, unless you wanted like a cart that's like human drawn, which you could get. That's, that's the ones which were the original ones, weren't they? That yep. they were used. Yeah, we can do that and I can push it. Like, I've got good muscle. 
So, okay. All right. So so you get so you so that that shaves off about one to six thousand spades from the what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so, uh, how much so, is it to buy like an ox outright? An ox is like a thousand spades. We'd need to buy one outright. We couldn't just rent an ox to uh, do this. I mean, you could probably rent an ox, but you know it's still going to be uh, yeah expensive. That's going to come with the risk of the ox dying along the way. Exactly. So you're going to have to pay like a bit extra just for that case. We'll put down a deposit. <laughs> but but uh, and a horse could cost you six thousand spades. Um, but uh, but yeah. So so you you purchase the wagon, and okay. uh, and. Uh, how do you want to? How are you placing the celestial so, plume? Yeah. So about this, I was thinking: if are there any herbs I can get that aren't very stinky? You as, could... as usual, the the usual thing of disguising the celestial plume with things that people wouldn't necessarily want to touch. Oh, like something that's like like gives you a rash or something like that. But has obvious has actual use, so it doesn't look weird. Like, why the hell are you transporting stinging nettles? Oh, to make nettle soup. That makes sense, kind of, right? Okay, all right. <laughs> that 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 you could do something like that. That might actually be a good idea. Stinging nettles might might be a good idea. Um, yeah, if, if we can get uh, a cart. Uh, um, I mean, you're probably gonna need to get like two hundred spades worth of them just to get enough to sort of, you know, justify. I'll, I'll I'll pay the two hundred spades. I know that uh, drunken sword is bleeding from the heart already. <laughs> All right, so so yes, yeah, so you get a wagon full of stinging nettles and uh, and, you can see and hide the celestial plume inside. Yeah. And uh, bags not it for retrieving the celestial plume. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that is going to be difficult. And so and so then, do you head to Tungon? Yeah. All right, yeah. can, I, can I get survival rolls for this trip? Uh, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> can so it? It's, about two days. <laughs> yeah. it's about two days from where you are. So two, two rolls. So I got an eight. All right, so the first day is smooth. You make it to Daozhu. If you want to stop anywhere in Daozhu, you certainly can. I'll stop at my dad's. Okay. <laughs> for dinner, I guess. All right. And so the roof of our head. <laughs> all right, so your dad gives you dinner, and he asks about your journey, and... Um, oh, I'll give him um, the the sort the couple of drops of celestial plume that I had sort of shaved off, uh, or and, and save and say, would you be able to look at this and see if there's any way to stave off the effects of the addiction, or if there's any ways to stop it taking effect when we inhale it, or whatever? He says, I can I can attempt. It might take some time. That's fine. We were on. You gonna get your dad hooked to celestial plume? <laughs> <laughs> I've perfected it. Uh, I hey, just son, need son, more celestial any, plume. Get me five hundred pounds of celestial plume. <laughs> you, you got any more of that plume, son? Like, because I'm a, you know, I really need some more for research. I'm right at the cusp of finding out how to beat the addiction. <laughs> so, uh, so, he, so he gives you a rule, for, and I'm, and I, normally we would spend more time on this, but given the time crunch here, I'm gonna, it's yeah. accelerate a little bit, and uh, and so. You know, he lets you stay there for the night, and then uh, uh, do you move on the next day? Yeah. All right. Can I get another roll? Sure thing. Uh, I got a five and a four. Oh, all right. So that's not. So good. I got five. Can I get Can I get two D ten added together, please? Sure. Oh, wait, oh, you said five bit. and a four, and and five is five your highest. Five and four. So five of the highest. Oh, actually, you might have just made it. Hold on. 
This might be a, a TN5 area, in which case you're... Um, is it a straight and narrow path? <laughs> well, it's just, you know, relatively safe. Um, yeah, TN5. So... Oh, okay. Alright, so you're fine. Oh, I was looking forward to that. You're just <laughs> under that line. It would have been an 11, but... Alright, so you guys get to Tungon. Let me get my map out of Tungon. Um, and, you know, walking through the gates, you can tell immediately that it's a... Uh, it's a very spectacular town. And there are soldiers at the gate sort of uh, inspecting people that are coming in and all that. And, you know, there's a magistrate there. Uh, how do you want to conduct yourselves in this situation? Do I um, I'd like, like a... to approach straight up to a soldier. Uh-huh. And I'll pull out the jade comb, right? And I'll go, my wife, she's into fineries and stuff. Do you know where I can buy better jade combs than this? He says, the Golden Way has many markets. You should have no problem finding a better jade comb than that. And where can one find the Golden Way? He points to the gates. The main road. Oh, thank you very much. And I'll just keep on going. No, he says, hold on. Uh, I need to see your passports and I need to know what you're bringing into the city. Oh, oh of course. I, I pull out my passport and I go, I looked really bad when it was taken. <laughs> Now, just so you know, there is no picture on these passports. These are just... I know, I know. Okay, I'm just okay. the okay. details of it. I just like, wanted to make sure. Um, so, so, okay, so he looks at the passports. He writes, he records it down in a ledger book. And he says, what's in the, what's in the cart? Stinging metals. He motions to one of the men. And uh, the man looks inside. And uh, <coughs> he nods. And uh, he says... Uh, he says, all right, I'm going to need you to pay a small fee, and you will be on your way. How, how much is that? It's only going to be 100 spades. I kind of, like, nod. I, I reach into my pocket, and I pull out 20 spades. I, I look at Wuji and uh, Dalfang. I'll, I'll just pay the 100 spades. Okay. Let's go. All right, and so he gives you a document saying that you've paid. And, um, and he... Uh, you know, he let you through. Thank you very much. I suppose we'll go to the Golden Way. All right, and so how do you want to I'll, go about exploring the Golden Way? I'd first like to immediately go to a place to buy some jade combs. So you don't forget. There, <laughs> there the are literally like eight jade comb stalls, like just on the, you know, just in view. Um, so you sort of um, have your pick. Go to the cheapest. I, I'd, I'd like to, like, look for an impartial kind of, like, person. Mm -hmm. You know, not like somebody standing outside flogging their wares or anything like that. And I'll just go, excuse me, if uh, if somebody wanted to find a, a good quality jade comb, uh, where where could they find one? Who, who are you asking that to? Just a random stranger on the street, but somebody who doesn't look like they're uh, affiliated with any of these shops. Okay, um... So, so, so for all I know, they could be affiliated, but I'm just not looking for anybody who's actively vlogging their, you know, wares from shops or anything. Okay, so he points you to a stall that has a, a sign that says the Divine Butterfly on it. Thank you very much. I'll, I'll walk up to that stall. All right, there's a there's a woman there at the booth. I'll I'll put down the jade comb that uh that my wife gave me, and I'll go. 
I bought this for my wife, but the ungrateful bitch said that it wasn't good enough. So I've got to exchange it and buy two better ones. What's your empathy? 1d10. All right. You can tell that she's sort of irritated with you right away. She, <laughs> judgment sort of just, you know, washes on her face very fast. And uh, and she, she says, so you need to get a jade comb for your wife? And how two. much are you willing? I'm sorry? I said two. She says, well, tell me more about your wife so I know what she might like. Um, she nags a lot. She likes to beat me up. She doesn't like it when I drink wine. She thinks I'm annoying. Um, I'm pretty sure she wishes that I, uh, I had more muscles or something. I don't know. Um, she, you know, I don't know too much about her. <laughs> I go, but she likes expensive things. She says, I recommend this. And she, and she, uh, takes out a, uh, a, a red, a red comb. And, um, and she says, this is a, a very rare red jade comb and it's mm. worth 12,000 spades. Hmm. I said, but I need two two cards yes twelve thousand spades each well i can't afford both of those that's just too much and you know it's all red what do you have like a any other cards as well well how much can you afford mm. i have i kind of like pull out of my i pull out of my pockets and i go if i I've got 12, 12 silver tails and also this jade comb, which I can exchange. I bought it for four silver tails, so I'd expect eight. <laughs> she says, I could give you two of my enlightened goddess combs. They are quite I, nice. I, I, I go, can I have a look at them? She hands you one, and you can see that it's blue, but it's got like, sort of like a... a jade sort of flowing into the blue color okay um i'm not jade, how much white. it's got white flowing into it and how how much do these costs usually um she says these are usually eight thousand a piece hmm. yes okay I'll take it. Thank you. All right. She nods and she wraps I'll, I'll pass up. over the 12 silver tails, the jade comb, which I'd purchased before in exchange for these two jade combs. And as before, I said my heart bleeds figuratively inside of my chest. Now my eyes are literally weeping. <laughs> <laughs> and for any of those who have a more artistic mind, they can imagine it to be tears of blood as well. <laughs> and so, so you have the jade combs now. And, uh, and, and she, uh, and she hands you like a small card with, uh, with, uh, the, the name of her shop on it. And she says, please return if you have future need. I think that we could do business together. It mm. sounds like your, your, your wife is very specific in, in what she likes. Yes. Expensive stuff. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I, says, I, 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 well I, 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 I
I, I kind of like mutter it as I'm about to leave. And when I turn around and I go, oh, um, do, do you know how somebody could get an audience with an Iron God monk? She kind of walks over to you and she says, not so loud, please. Um, I, I could certainly give you some of that information. And seeing that we just did business together, I'll give it to you for free. Does that sound reasonable? Very reasonable. Thank you. She says, you want to go to Lucky Mountain and he'll be there. He usually Thank is you. up at the very top. I, I, I nod and kind of like bow slightly. I go, you're most gracious. And she, uh, and she, she, she bows and, you know, she goes back to tending to another customer. So uh, I'll kind of like start pushing the handcart over to this lucky mountain place. I assume it's an inn? Uh, it's a gambling hall, it looks like. Gambling. Okay. It's a multi-story gambling hall. There's lots of people sort of in there and sort of hanging outside. Hmm. Okay, so we'll, we'll park the uh, cart like just outside of it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll I'll look at Wuji and I'll look at Dalfang. And I'll just go, we can't bring the cart inside. Um, do either of you two want to protect the cart or two of us go inside I can do that I, I nod at Dalfang and I go okay Wuji come with me yes boss <laughs> he says <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll stroll inside of Lucky Mountain all right, so you go inside, and and you can see there's like gaming tables, like every like people are gambling, and there's you know all kinds of you know wine and food being served, and there's a set of stairs running up to the very top of the building, um, but there seem to be guards we'll, at each level. We'll start walking up the stairs or approaching the stairs in case we get stopped on the way. Yeah, so one of the guards walks down the steps and says, "Hey, where do you think you're going?" To the top level. Who are you? And why do you want to go to the top level? My name is Boorish Drunken Sword. And I wish to go to the top level because we have somebody up there with whom we wish to do business. He says, and what, what sort of business are you hoping to conduct? I, I look at him and I raise my eyes and I just go, business of a large exchange. He says, wait one moment, and he calls over a guy, and he says, he says, go ask about this. And the, you know, the guy runs up all the flights of series. I, I kind of like say, just before he leaves, and I go, uh, the recipient doesn't know of our, uh, our presence or intentions yet, but he should be very interested in this deal. And the, the man nods, and he runs up the flight of stairs, and runs, runs down, and he comes back, and he, nod, he nods to the man. And the guy says, very well. Come on up. We'll, we'll follow on upstairs. All right. So you uh, you go up the stairs and you're brought to sort of it's it's like a there's like a uh, sort of like a uh, a balcony sort of line like mm. uh, lining like you know like, line, like there's a central courtyard in the center of the building and every floor is just like balconies around the edge and a bunch sure. of private rooms and stuff and there's a there's a big section where there's a room but it opens up to the air. He has like a window and like a you know balcony out over the street. And you can see a man on a, on a, on a, on a, on what looks almost like a couch, like just sort of like an oblong, uh, resting platform. And Mm. there's, he's flanked by a number of guards and there are people bringing him all kinds of food. And he's got a very heavy beard 
and he sort of dressed very casually. He's wearing silk clothes, but it's like open up in the front, and he just looks like he's very comfortable. And, uh, sure. Chase style. Yeah, yeah, a little bit like that, but but more more like a uh, like a really sort of lazy, uh, you know, lazy sort of boss type of guy, and um, and he looks up at you and he sits up. And he motions I'll kind of to come bow forward. as we make our entrance and uh, walk forwards. And he pours himself some wine. Can I get I you some food? Um, wine, please. He motions uh, and they, they, they pour you a they, cup of wine. I, I take it gleefully, but before I drink, I go, I'm God Monk. It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. My name is... Uh, is boorish drunken sword and this is uh my acquaintance uh chen wuji a subordinate really yeah subordinate yeah my subordinate chen wuji and um oh does he say something at that point no he's listening to you okay i'll go i believe you may have been waiting for a shipment of uh a certain item for quite a while he stops drinking and puts his cup down. He says, "Enough with the formalities here." Um, uh, uh, which how point do you know I got... about that shipment? Well, basically, the Temple of Jade Mercies came through, and they were being really loud and obnoxious and stupid, and they provoked some beef with our uh, with our organization. We're from uh, Lady Eighty Seven and uh, the Eighty Seven Killers. After this conflict. We came into possession of the Celestial Plume, which was destined for yourselves. And as soon as we found out about that matter, we decided to come here and set matters straight. We understand that the, uh, that the Temple of Jade Mercies were going to be selling this to you for a price of 2,500 spades per pound. Um, we would also like to enter business with you for this same price. However, to make up for these mistakes and the uh, setbacks that you would have seen yourself during this time uh, would like to offer it to you at a discounted price for this purchase of 2,200 spades. We have all of your plume downstairs. He says you're forgetting something. I already paid for half of this. That is... I can, can I do an empathy roll to, to see? I mean, he looks pretty uh, stern about the matter. We had not heard of this, but as we have made no investment on this in the first place, whatever we take is simply a surplus, and we would not want to sour our relationship with you. And I kind of bow my head. Half of it shall be yours immediately. He nods. He says, you seem like a wise man. I kind of laugh at that point and I go, my wife and many others would not agree with you. <laughs> but I'm pleased to see that you do not see it that way. He says, um, he says, I, I think that we can agree to this. So does this mean we'll be working regularly with you in the future? Yes. And how indeed. do I know the Temple of Jade Mercies won't? interfere why should i switch to you 
the question is not switching to us, for you see, the connection with the Temple of Jade Mercies has already been severed by the Celestial Plume Masters. I'm sure they may try and uh, offer us some encumbrance. However, as you've seen before, they didn't manage to put up much of resistance against us beforehand. They'd invested a large amount of money into that. Since then, we have also managed to take hostage Bao Yu, so we have collateral. Mm, I see. Well, in that case, we should work together. I'm glad you see it that way. He says, uh... He says, why don't you stay here for the evening? And, uh, we will finalize the arrangements in the morning. I kind of, um... I, I go, please. Um, we have another companion downstairs who is guarding a wagon which has the plume inside of it underneath singing nettles. Um, if, if he can uh, be with us as well, that would be appreciated. Yes, of course, uh, in the morning. Uh, in the meantime, let's, let's enjoy ourselves and have wine and food. And Excellent, and I love wine. <laughs> and you can explain to me some of the problems you're having with this wife of yours, and maybe I can lend assistance. Please, yes. <laughs> I'm immediately infused about that. And I kind of like go up with my wine and I start complaining about my wife and how she never rubs my feet. And, you know, she did pour wine for me the other day, but I was only after I complained about it all night. And I think that it was because she just wanted to get more Jade Combs out of me. That's all she ever thinks about. Jade Combs, Jade Combs this, Jade Combs that. I can't even afford to buy myself wine anymore. He says, who is your wife? Um, my, my wife is the granddaughter of Lady 87, uh, Juan Nguyen. Well, this is a very special individual. Of course she's going to be, you know, those, those, uh, those things you listed off, those are all beneath her. Ah, uh, I've got to be honest, Mr. Mungsa. Um, our union is, is one of rather complex matters and many misunderstandings. And I find myself as a man much beneath her stature, uh, married to her, and we're both trapped in this matter. And what, what kind of things should I do to provide for a woman of her stature and make her love me? He says, uh, let me guess, is, your, is your, your kung fu lead something to be desired? Certainly. I am relatively skilled with a sword, and make use of my inebriation for this. However, and I kind of, you know, point to, you know, I kind of like show where I've been stabbed and I go, I do have some lacking qualities. <laughs> he says, um, he says, I may be able to help you if you prove to be a trustworthy ally. Well, I don't really have the brain cells to betray people or anything. I drunk them all away. <laughs> By brain cells, I just mean brain. <laughs> he says, well, how about this? Let's focus on the celestial plume. Let's get this thing started. And once we have an established route and everything works smoothly, if, if all goes well, and if you do a few things for me, perhaps I'll teach you my thousand-pound finger technique. Ah, to use on your and, wife. No, this is not to be used against his wife. Say about, and that will satisfy my wife. 
This, I'm, I'm trying to improve your kung fu so that you can impress her. Clearly, oh, she I, thinks that your, yeah. that your martial arts is pathetic and has no respect for you. I, I kind of like bow and I go, yes, that is very much the case. And I think that it's not just my martial arts she finds pathetic. <laughs> Uh, my character. <laughs> <laughs> he says. He says you you have many shortcomings that we will need to work on. I kind of I kind of not. I'm like uh, so. What I've gathered from this is that my wife isn't the problem. I am. He uh. What what's your empathy? One detail. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> Kenny, are you there? I am standing behind yeah. him, like okay. trying to keep a straight what, face at what's, all of What's this. your empathy? Zero. All right. All right. Well, actually, oddly enough, you you do just detect a look of disgust in his eyes as he's talking to Elliot, and he says, <laughs> "Yes, yes, that would seem to be the problem, but we can mm. fix that." Of I will, course. I will. Uh, I will work with you to improve your your shortcomings. I kind of, like, shake my hand at this point, and I go, Mr. Mung, I couldn't make you go out of your way for somebody like myself. I've already entangled myself too much with people above my station, but I certainly do appreciate it, sir, and I hope our business can go well in the future. It's a good wine! I mean, good business! <laughs> he, uh, he, he, he raises a drink, and he, he, he you know... He's clearly been drinking all evening. Um, I've clearly been drinking all yeah. evening. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, the, the rest of the evening is food and feast. And, and we'll uh, resume next time with the, you know, Excellent. the remainder. 